I'm ready. I'm ready. Welcome, everybody, to episode 17 That's right. of the Associated Firefighters of Illinois podcast. We are here at the Chicago's Bravest Fire and Iron... Wait, Fire and Iron Media Studios, home of Chicago's Bravest podcast. They're amazing hosts, and you should check them out wherever you can find your podcast after, of course, you listen to ours. And we have a very special episode today with some very special guests. So I'm gonna turn it. I'm gonna turn turn it over to you to introduce. It's just so hot in here. That's all I'm trying. Like it's everybody just. It's 95 out, and the air conditioning is the only thing keeping us alive. Yeah, we're in an old warehouse, so everybody can picture that. Right? We are in an old creepy warehouse, and it's a very small. I don't know, ten by twenty it's, room. It's very compact in here, with about ten people in here. There's about ten people. And it's just warm. It's just the body heat from all of us. I think our listeners can appreciate what's going on right now. Okay. Let's introduce everybody and go from there. Yeah. So uh, we thought it'd be important as a lot of our locals this time of year start to ramp up their fill-to-boot efforts for Muscular Dystrophy Association. So we're lucky enough today. uh, We went to Local 2's kickoff for fill-to-boot downtown at Engine 42 this morning. Uh, President Sullivan, Secretary-Treasurer. Snow and myself. He's a cannibal. Uh, <laughs> with our MDA reps. And that got going this morning. And we wanted to get this episode out to our members just to explain the longstanding partnership the IFF has had with MDA. And, you know, over the last couple of years, they've struggled a little bit with the pandemic, just like everybody else. But we want to get back into the stride. And Illinois, I think before the pandemic, we were just under a million dollars a year. We Correct. Raised. Yeah. So uh, we want to get back to that. We want to hit that goal, and we felt it was important to get an episode out on muscular dystrophy and the importance of the partnership and support we have for that organization. So we are lucky enough to have with us from Colorado, far, far away, actually in person. (laughs) Live in concert. They were probably cooler. From Colorado. They were probably cooler. (laughs) Not 105. Correct. Uh, So we have Heather Miller and Sabrina Allen. Howdy. And... We can have each of you introduce yourselves yeah. and how you got a part of MDA and yeah. what brought you here. I <laughs> think that's the important part because, again, MDA's had to make some changes due to the yeah. last couple of years. Um, so and Chicago is so much cooler than Denver. I mean, not realistically, but existentially. You guys can talk about that if you want. Go ahead. <laughs> well, we'll touch on it. We'll yeah, touch we, on it. Well, we need to know if we're better than California. That's the key. Yeah, we Way have better. a fight with California yeah, going yeah. on right now. They were a number one IFF podcast. We were number we two. We were number two. Okay. So we're fighting with them. They don't know we're fighting with them. Okay. So it's like a gnat flicking a giant in the nose. <laughs> this, this episode's going to put you over the hump. Of we course it is. And it's Wednesday. It's hump day. Great segue. <laughs> Look at you. You're a podcast <laughs> champion already. <laughs> Uh, introduce yourself okay. for the record. Uh, my name is Heather Miller. I'm and a Taurus. <laughs> actually, Libra. Oh. Um, but uh, I am an account director for Muscular Dystrophy Association, and I'm working in the 8th District, which is um, Illinois, Ohio, and Kentucky. And I've been spending a lot of time here in Illinois, really enjoying it. And um, Sabrina is my cohort here. Yeah, Sabrina Allen. Uh, I am a senior director for Firefighter Partnerships, and I've been with MDA, it seems like, my whole life. Um, I'm going to hit 15 years in January, wow. so it's crazy. Um, and you're but, only like 25, so that's weird. Yeah, yeah. I know. It, it doesn't check out mathematically. But, right, child labor laws. Um, here we are. Here we are. So, um, 
no, you know, I, you guys joke about just having to chat with Colorado folks in person, but you know, we're here in person, which is great. Um, you seem normal. You know what I mean? You don't we seem are. Like weird yeah. Yeah. Colorado space alienish or something. Like you're, you seem somewhat normal. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, we're good. I mean, you know, we, we're, we're not used to so much humidity in Colorado. So I feel like we're a yeah. little bit punchy right now, yeah. but, yes. uh, yeah. um, but no, it's good. I mean, you know, during the pandemic, we had to make the hard decision to just close like all of our physical offices where we could and um just you know. drink Coors Light for two years <laughs> all the day <laughs> we don't we don't drink Coors Light huh. I don't know it's just not you know it's treasonous so that Rocky Mountain yeah on Sterling Blue is all a fallacy to it that John Denver's full of shit <laughs> <laughs> we, we like our we like our microbrews IPAs yeah hazy yeah yeah. Well, we are going to send this podcast to the Coors Brewing Company right now because <laughs> it seems like the people that are from Chicago are pitching more Colorado products than you are. But okay, whatever. <laughs> hey, I've drinking my share of Coors Light. Good for you. And and the original banquet beer. That, that's us. <laughs> These things always get off the rails, just you know. Yeah, yeah. let's try to. It's mostly it's mostly because of Jerry. So. You're welcome. Um, but uh, yeah, so. The struggle, you know, we've yeah. had to change a little bit. Our reps uh, have changed a little bit from yeah. MDA. And what is MBA looking to do now going forward now that we're kind of mm-hmm. resurging, getting back out in the streets, doing those things? What, 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 should, what should our members be looking for MDA moving forward? Well, we're building back. I mean, uh, the nice thing is that, um, you know, we closed – our, all of our physical offices, as I said, um, made some other moves. We unfortunately had to furlough a lot of really great people, but um, we did all of those things so that we could keep our services going, right? We can keep our care centers open and funded. We keep our research projects going. So um, we did that, but now we're just building back, you know, because we what we did was cut all the resources that we had, staff and otherwise, um, to really make those happen. So, so um, how did you do? So, also kidding aside, I mean, you yeah. guys do the Lord's work here with what you do. Uh, if anybody around AFFI knows over the years your presentations, what you do, uh, that could not have been easy to do that. I would imagine on a shoestring staff and budget for the last couple of years, because it's not like all of the programs for the kids and the scientific research and all of that stuff stopped over this two-year period as well. Yeah. No, it, it, you know, again, kept going. You know, we pivoted a lot, right? We couldn't do in-person summer camp. We couldn't do anything in person. So we did virtual summer camp and stuff like that. But um, talking about shoestring staff, we went from there were over 200 staff across the country that in some way or another worked with firefighters. They may have done, you know, other things, our walks, that sort of thing, galas, golf. But um, we went from 200 down to 10, Oh, um, wow. Covering the, the whole entire US. country, yeah. So that was fun. Um, wow. I had fact. I had about five states and three hundred departments, and I was one of the lucky ones on our team that had less than three hundred departments. So, um, it, you know, but uh, but again, we're building back. We're getting back to it. I think what firefighters can expect moving forward is that you know, as we get back to fill the boot as it was, we'll be able to provide more resources on our, on our side. Um, you know, kind of make that connection with local families a lot more than. You know, we have over the last few years, uh, a lot of families, obviously, you know, some of the respiratory complications that come along with COVID, they haven't been really willing to get out and about and, and go do everything that they used to do. So um, we're excited to, to reintroduce you guys to some families and, and kind of make that connection. But um, more than anything with MDA staff, you know, we're 
just prioritizing as much as we can. We're trying to offer as much support as we can. But, but again, we're, you know, we were a staff of 10. We now have about 20 people on our team. So, you know, the good news is we doubled. Right. Um, and again, we're going to just grow back and, and try to be there for you guys as much as you can um, in the, in this time so, frame that we're in. So let me, so let me just back up for a second. So this, the podcast is, you know, you go to our AFFI conventions and seminars and stuff you do see a lot of the executive board members, people mm-hmm. that you guys routinely work with, right? And this podcast is is for those individuals to get that information out there, but it's also designed, and one of the things we try to do is come together and say, okay, you know, guys on the back step that are good union members but don't come to the conventions and seminars, et cetera, but that want to know what's going on, this is also designed for them, right? So there are a lot of people out there that know, yeah, we collect for MDA, but there's, I guarantee you, there's some 25-year-old kid that's going to listen to this that's like, all right, we collect for MDA because it's a good thing, but they may not be all encompassed or all involved mm-hmm. in what MDA is. So yeah. just to back up for a second, give me like the 50,000-foot view using corporate speak here that I just, I want to kick my own ass for saying that just now came out uh. of my mouth. <laughs> Fuck. Well, we're good but, at it. Yes, but... <laughs> Give me like the 50,000 foot view so people understand uh-huh. the general thrust of uh, MB- MDA. You want that one or do you want me to? No, I mean, you know, we're a health organization, right? So um, we're focused on helping people that are living with muscular dystrophy, ALS, and all neuromuscular diseases. So um, we actually cover more than 40 different diseases. They're all super rare in form, but what they all have in common is that they're muscle wasting, right? So um, we help families um, really just by focusing on research, advancing care, and really just advocating and supporting families that are going through this diet. Diagnosis. You know, a lot of the diseases that we that we work with, um, you know, a lot of these families, it's not like they, you know, have a cousin or an uncle or an aunt that have these things. Um, they, they're very sporadic in nature. And so usually when a family's diagnosed, they just need help navigating. You know, how do I focus on, you know, getting the care I need? Do I... Do I need to focus on maybe doing some clinical trials? You know, are there any treatments available? Those sorts of things. And you know what's cool? Um, Just segueing for a minute on treatments. Um, You know, back when I first started MDA, I said I've been here half my life. Not really half my life, but uh, 15 years. Yeah, because I'm 25. Um, You know, when I started, there was was no treatments um, for any of the diseases Mm -hmm. that we covered. And now they're in the last 17, or in the last seven years, we have 17 drugs approved by the FDA to treat the diseases that we cover. So when a family is diagnosed in our care centers, in that clinic setting, um, that parent that has a child living with, let's just say SMA, um, now gets to hear instead of, hey, there's nothing we can do, go home and love your child, they get to hear, hey, there's two different treatment options. Here they are, and here's some answers, and here's something that you can do to really fight back, which is cool. Well, that's a real important key piece that you just said here. So in 15 years, the dramatic change that's happening for these uh, children that have been struck by the disease, whichever form they have, what we're doing out on the street, filling the boot, has directly helped impact that, right? Yeah. That money is helping go to that and support those that research and, and support support the families to get that kind of care. Yeah, absolutely. So that's that's what our members are out there doing this for. Exactly. And specifically, and that. that's how Fill the Boot started. That's how we want them. That's yeah. what we want them to understand. Is that you? Maybe you can talk. I mean, I don't. I don't want to like get deep into the weeds of like percentage of budget, but you want guys to understand that 
that there is a direct impact of them out there, you know, sweating for the three hours and filling mm-hmm. the boot um, into, you know, with obviously the research and the advancements that are done, correct? For sure, yeah. And um, I can tell you right here in Illinois, there is about 12,000 folks that are living with neuromuscular disease, and we have nine different clinics that service them. So the money that you guys are raising in the boots here is helping those people right here in Illinois. And But you just said, wait, how did the fill the boots start? Do you know the, yeah. the apocryphal you know, Genesis I, story? It, it, we yeah. actually just watched a video from... We yeah. did just watch a video. But, you know, I, in 1954, Lieutenant George Greeny um, had a friend in, in Boston Fire, and he... Mm-hmm. Um, he had two sons with muscular dystrophy and he just wanted to do something to help. And so they just kind of pioneered this idea of filling the boot as we know it today, right? Let's just hold the boot and see what happens. And it was extremely successful. Excess, successful. It's the heat. It's successful. the heat. We're not going to edit um, that out. It, we are not. No, I don't think we should. I think you just had heat stroke, but that's okay. <laughs> but, you know, Get up then, off the floor. Get back on the... It was $5,000, you guys, in 1954. Can you imagine that amount of money back then? But um, It's like it was, $1 trillion now. Exactly. <laughs> and they, they used it to buy wheelchairs for those two kids. Yeah, exactly. So it's, you know, um, around this time, MDA had just started too, right? So, you know, back in, the, back in the 50s, it was started by families, for families. So Phil the Boot had a similar start. Um, and it just kind of spread. You know, they took it to the IFF convention the next year and um, just had a unanimous vote to to make MDA the IFF charity of choice. so Until a cure is found. Yeah. Yeah. And we're sitting at, what, 68 years, right? Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Right about number. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, that, and that's impressive be, to have, like, that kind of longstanding relationship to try to make a difference, and I'm yeah. pretty proud to be a part of it. And know? tell us a little bit about the, uh, so that people understand, for those keeping score at home, the uh, summer camp. You had mentioned a little bit. There was mm-hmm. the virtual summer camp. I know you guys are always looking for volunteers mm-hmm. and help, whatever, so... Explain to the listeners what the summer camp is. Summer camp is actually happening right now. <gasps> right now. This, Where? This, uh, Hudson, Illinois. Okay. And we had um, about I, 50 kids signed up. If I had to guess where Hudson, Illinois is, <laughs> where where would it? Where is Hudson, Illinois? Jerry is from the city, so he has I, no idea. Right. It is by Bloomington. Anything Thank normal. You, Luke. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. And it's it hosted near Lake Bloomington. Really anything south of 95th Street is like Tennessee at this point. City so, boy. City yeah. boy. So it's near <laughs> Bloomington normal. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. That's cool. So tell us about it. Uh, best week of the year. Um, kids, uh, they say it's better than Christmas. And uh, we have a saying, what happens at camp stays at camp. Like kids are not told no. They get to go and um, express, uh, get, get to be themselves, right? They're around other kids that um, might have similar abilities. And uh, they just get to be kids for a week and not be, you know, that kid at school who uses a wheelchair. They get to just be kids. And it's it's magical if we've if, if it's a really, it's a really amazing place to go. Is it for Illinois? Does each state have its own, or does everybody come in? So Wisconsin we, has its yeah. own. Yeah, we are slowly building back our summer camp program. Um, as Sabrina mentioned, we were pivoting to virtual camp the last couple of years, so um, we're up to what twenty camps this year. Yeah, we had forty-eight camp sessions across the U.S. prior to COVID. So, so yeah, so pre-COVID, mm-hmm. each state mm-hmm. kind of did its own thing, and now, but you'll, I mean, you're just getting back to normal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're we're phasing Bloomington it back. Um, Bloomington normal, anything but. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
But you know, with camp, you know, it's such a it's such a big endeavor. Our, our camp directors they literally spend eleven months planning camp. You know, it seems crazy, but um, just everything that it goes that goes into it with um, caring for a child that has you know uh, certain needs, mm-hmm. um, just making sure that we have the appropriate medical team in place, enough camp counselors on deck. We usually have a one to one camper counselor ratio. So, um, and as Heather said, you know, we just try to break down barriers and let these kids have an have an opportunity to just be kids mm-hmm. um, you know I, I remember one one year at camp um, we looked at one of the graduating campers and we said um, you know what is that one thing you always wanted to do at camp that you never got a chance to do and he pointed halfway up this mountain and he said I'm gonna go up there and we all you know a bunch of staff and counselors kind of looked at each other like mm, can we make it happen and we did we grabbed 10 of us and we took Jordan up that mountain you know, and we just took turns carrying him and, um, you know, definitely wasn't light. It was, a, it was a long was half it, mile hike. It was your workout <laughs> was for the month. For the day. It was your workout for the it, month. It felt a little bit today, like it does yeah. humidity wise. Did you check your workers' compensation insurance immediately? After going down? <laughs> <laughs> Spoken from the lawyer. Yeah, I was saying, yeah, you were free to get counsel, but okay. Yeah. But, but to see Jordan's face on the top of that mountain kind of looking it's down. It's incredible, thinking, right? He's never had a chance to hike. That's the one thing he wanted to do. He, he did it at MDA camp. You guys made that happen by putting those dollars in the boot. Mm-hmm. And um, that's the kind of stuff that's happening at camp. And you guys Life are always changing. looking for, volu- I think there are volunteers. Always yeah. looking for correct. volunteers. And, yeah. and firefighter volunteers make the best volunteers because let me tell those you, the, the pranks that <laughs> firefighter you know volunteers come up with is second to none. They're great. So um, if you guys are interested, we do have eight camp sessions um, remaining, maybe not in Illinois, um, but we do have other areas of the country that still need some help this year. So you can check out mda.org backslash volunteer, and there's all kinds of info. It's a week at a time. Do you have to come out the whole week, though, yeah, if you yeah. do come out? So you, you come out the whole week. Okay. Yeah. Well, so it's only we a week. pair you up with a camper. So, you so it's like be one Kelly camper. day, and you're done. You're in for, yeah. the, for, for the time. So that's good. Way to break it down, Jerry. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Easy peasy. That's what <laughs> I do. <laughs> I, I, I break things down to the simplest parts so that even I can understand them. That's perfect. So, yeah, so that's good. Sabrina mentioned that um, camp is like an 11-month thing for our camp directors and putting it on. Um, what do you guys think it costs to send a kid to camp? That's a great question. I, I don't even know. I can't. I couldn't even hazard. The, I mean, do you I'll mean gu- like I'll, I'll guess? You'll guess. Okay. Twenty five hundred dollars. Oh, good man. guess. He That's probably knows. Yeah. <laughs> Goddamn cheater. He <laughs> He's knows. really close. He actually. Um, we, we play by prices right rules. It's closest okay. without going over twenty seven fifty. Uh, it's actually two thousand dollars. Two thousand so, dollars yeah, to send somebody to send one kid to camp for for a week. I should have went twenty four ninety nine. Yeah, you, start, never, you never make it. I out just there. started yelling out numbers. Nine. I just started yelling out numbers. Yeah, one dollar. What I should have done. That was Kurt telling me how to bid in the background. Who? Pretty great. We've been on this podcast for eighteen minutes. He hasn't killed or eaten anyone yet. So that's pretty great. Thanks, Kurt. Good talking to you. Uh, so two. So two thousand yeah. dollars to send a kid to camp yep. for the week. And one other thing I did want to mention about camp, you know, Sabrina had mentioned that, you know, it's a place, well, we both did where kids can go be kids and everything too. But if you have a kid with special needs, think about how much that um, week long break means to the parents as well. Oh my God. Yeah. I have family friends. My mom has a family Mm -hmm. friend with it, 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 profound disabilities. Mm -hmm. And just you, I mean, you love your children, right? Yeah. you, You can see that this woman loves her child more than any, you know, wheelchair about the whole thing. But you can actually see just sheer exha- exhaustion on the mm-hmm. face of the parents. So yeah. it is sure. not 
a bad thing to say. It's nice to give those parents a break for a week. Yep. They love yeah. it. Yeah. I want to talk a little bit about our state ambassador for Illinois, just so oh, people okay. get a little idea <gasps> of who mm-hmm. he is. Yeah. Who is our state ambassador? Well, our Billy. You met Billy earlier today? Correct. <laughs> uh, Billy actually was recently uh, diagnosed in May of 2021. Um, he was having some declining health issues uh, for a while and uh, came to MDA and um, got a diagnosis. And I think if you were to talk to him, we, we should have had him here. We should have got him here. Um, he, we need more episodes. We need so. more episodes. <laughs> yeah, <it's> a- <laughs> we'll get there's still time. Don't worry. Right. We'll pencil him in. Um, he said that he has, um, he was very into sports and had kind of had to put that on How the back burner he? to his, he's 39. So okay. we have an, it's, he's an adult ambassador. Okay. So uh, he said that he has traded his um, sports jersey in for an apron and he's been advocating through um, food and doing all kinds of um, collaborations across the, the city to raise money for MDA and has raised about $10,000 since I think of November of last Is year. Is he cooking like chef wise? Yeah. He's like doing it's collaborations. It's perfect for the fire service. Yes, Eat exactly. till you're tired and sleep till you're hungry. <laughs> he's done a couple beer collaborations some cocktails. Um, and he, he's just an amazing um a uh, very um, uh, sunny guy. Like I think he 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 has taken his diagnosis and um, run with it, and it's like I'm yes. going to fight back. I'm Good. fighting back. I'm doing what I can. Can you get us a bunch of cocktail recipes? Maybe we'll have a podcast where we'll make his cocktail recipes. I love it. We'll drink them all and then watch <laughs> the progression happen and see what. I think that's a great idea. A, a progressive bar- bartending event? A progressive bartending <laughs> event. I'll call him right now. We'll see what yeah. we can do. So the state ambassadors for MDA, do they mm-hmm. change out often, or how does that kind of work? You know, we uh, we really want any family that wants to be engaged and involved to be able to do so. So regardless of title, you know, if you have that state state title or if you just have a local ambassador title, you know, you, they can kind of get involved however they want. Um you know, prior to COVID, we used to try and turn over state ambassadors every every year if we can. Um, but right now, we're just, again, building back everything. So I think um, Billy was one of the many families across the U.S. that raised their hand and said, you know what, we just want to be able to help. We want to be able to be a face behind uh, the, the name MDA and, and kind of, you know, reinforce to, to sponsors, firefighters, fill in the boot, um, exactly what happens when those dollars go into the boot. So, mm-hmm. you know, uh, finding the diagnosis and getting a care team in place is I would say the most important service that we offer at MDA. And so, um, you know, the fact that we were able to provide that to Billy in in his time of need was was amazing. The research facility, or who do you partner with in Illinois? If you know, or if you do, I don't don't know how the... You know, you partner with Rush. Do you partner with? Yeah. Them? I don't know how that stuff works. How does that work? We have we have nine uh, care centers here, um, eight MDA and then one MDA ALS care center, uh, and we are all over the place. So Ann and Robert Lurie Children's Hospital, fantastic hospital. Car- yep, Carlisle Physician Group, Northwestern, um, Rush, uh, Shriners, Southern Illinois University, and University of Illinois. So, cool. so all over the state, all over the state, across the board, and five five in the city, and I think four outlying. Okay. And we have uh, six research projects going on right now in the state of Illinois, um, totaling about $1.3 million in just research investment. So, you know, those projects are studying everything from CMT to DMD to ALS. Um, some, some people don't know, especially those newer firefighters on the job, they may not know that MDA covers ALS as well. So, Well, that was, that was one of the reasons why I asked you earlier. So MDA, Muscular Dystrophy Association, right? And then you mm-hmm. come to realize that there are this under that umbrella – Correct. Or all of these diseases that you're trying to find cures yeah. for and research mm-hmm. for. And I, I mean, I didn't know that. I think a couple of years ago I found that out, but I, I didn't know that, you know, yeah. over the years. And we, uh, 
just launched a new thing with the IAFF um, to focus on ALS because uh, there's some research out there that shows that firefighters are twice as likely to develop ALS. So, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. it's So we're, we're really trying to get the word out about that and um, advocate and let people know that, you know, we're here. So the hard thing about ALS is only 2% of all cases of ALS are familial or genetic. Um, the rest are sporadic. So 98, 98% are sporadic. Just and it's your luck of the draw. Yep. So crazy. But, you know, just uh, research has been going on a decent amount of time for ALS and um, on the firefighter side, what the articles um, have stated is just due to hypoxia. Oh, so. there's lack of oxygen. Mm-hmm. Really? I did not know that. That is That was news to me. I, I mean, obviously, you know, we do so much uh, focus on cancer because of all mm-hmm. the toxins yeah. and the nasty, icky stuff. But I was unaware because of the ALS. Yeah. yeah. No if, you guys, if anyone wants to know more about that specifically, the, uh, we have a website put together. That is one thing we did during COVID is we have a website now for Fill the Boot for, pe- for coordinators or locals to get resources and just, you know, kind of all these fun facts we've been talking about today. Um, but there is a whole page dedicated to the ALS side of things. Um, everything from you know, symptoms, diagnosis, clinical trials, managing care, all the things. So it's uh, just firefighters.mda.org. Cool. Yeah, and I believe there's also like a Facebook group now too to, for those coordinators. Mm-hmm. So locals that are looking for ideas to do different things, yeah, they can kind of network on that page or see what a local in Kentucky's doing. Uh, I believe they did like a bourbon raffle and yeah. things like that, like a custom bourbon bottle. So mm-hmm. I think there's some... Yeah, they have such close proximity to bourbon. It's nothing. <laughs> it's yeah. not an original idea down there. And now we're fighting Kentucky. <laughs> First we fought. Now we're, we're fighting California and Kentucky. That's what we're doing right now. But Never I, fight a two-front war. Two-front war. <laughs> Definitely another resource that's easy to access and, and find some information. <clears throat> so as far as our locals in Illinois go, yeah. uh, if you want to start in like how we're looking, what we did in the last couple of years, and then oh, yeah. I'm going to give up my seat to President Sullivan here, and he can kind of talk about you know, where we're at as a state organization and, mm-hmm. and working with our locals and encouraging the participation throughout the state. Yeah, for sure. Um, I can tell you 2019 um, is probably where we're trying to get back to, right? Um, well, 2019 was when you guys had about, you guys, we were running about a million a year. About a million a year, right. and, then, and then COVID happened. So. so 2020, 2021 had to be a bloodbath. 2020 was 2021. We're, we, we, you know, we came back. We're okay. hoping this is our year. Um, in 2019, we had 116 locals in Illinois participating. In 2021, we had 55. Wow. So, my goal is to get back up to those 2019 numbers. So, well, let me just ask about that really quick. Yeah. So, sometimes there's there's turnover on local executive boards right so yeah. you know there's guys that have put in their time there's, there's so there might be new people on there on the executive boards what in a nutshell what are you asking them to do i mean i know that my fire department so my local 506 will do you know three saturdays in a row or something mm-hmm. like that three four hours at a, at a shot for the for the fill the boot like just for people out there that have not uh, done it on the executive board level what are you looking for I think, I think ideally what we need is a coordinator, someone to step up and say, I am going to make fill the boot happen. And, uh, we need, uh, I need to talk to them and we need to talk about dates. We need to talk about supplies. We need to talk about safety. We need to do all that stuff and just see what, how they're going to do it and, uh, get it in our system. Yeah. And then you're, you're really looking for as much help as you can. Like if, yeah. if you ideal, I know, I think at least I thought it was, you know, you want, you know, each shift to do it, but 
if just a shift does it, I mean, it's better than a sharp stick in the eye, right? I mean, you're just looking for. <laughs> Anything's better than a sharp you're stick not wrong. in the eye. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. Except this podcast. Except me on this podcast, right? So, yes, that's what we're looking for. Um, coordinators to step up and say, I'm going to do this. We're going to do this for MDA. We're going to help those kids. We're going to help people like Billy. And to give me a call and set it up. Cool. We'll go to the website, right? Yeah. Chuck, legend. Hi, Look, Jerry. You're just Hi, bud. You're extra special adorable today. How's your tooth? It's good. Yeah, just so everybody's aware, I'm so dedicated to the AFFI podcast cause that two and a half hours ago I had a tooth pulled because I had a crack in it. Correct. So I don't know. Do I mind drooling? Is there anything coming out? You look fabulous. Anything more than normal? No, you look good. <laughs> okay. You look, uh, you look really good. oozing something. <laughs> You're good. Okay. So, um, so yeah, just to, to piggyback and maybe go back even a decade for those mm-hmm. members that um, weren't AFFI members. The AFFI partnered with the MDA in, for legislation. So in Illinois, a lot of local governments passed ordinances to prevent panhandling. Um, so our members were faced with um, a crisis, if you will. You know, one day when municipality X or fire district Y says you're no longer allowed to uh, to solicit for funds in the streets, we um, used some political capital and were able to pass a law that um, allowed public safety officials, i.e. firefighters, that are also firefighters in that community to stand in the street. Um, so we thought that was a pretty big deal. Huge deal. Yeah, congrats. Well, that, yeah. also, hold on a second. I don't want to sell him short. Chuck himself was the Central District Ledge Rep at the time, as I recall. I, I still have an NDA plaque in, uh, in you, my office. Right. Yeah. Let's not yeah, be yeah, too yeah. modest, amigo. Right. You you did right. some. You carried a lot of water on that one. So I guess my 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 one of my points is when you con when Heather contacts you, if you were the coordinator and your municipality says we don't want you in the street. Um, there's a state statute that that does in fact uh, allow you. So call your ledge rep, and, and we can work that out. Um, I I don't want to take any thunder away from from Heather, but while I was uh, sitting in the back of the room, I just looked at some numbers that Doing actually some math. Heather uh, Heather <laughs> provided me, math. and this is just um, you know Illinois centric. So in 2019, uh, we collected, and these are just ballpark figures, eight hundred and forty thousand dollars. Okay. 2019. 2020, we're not counting because life was horrible. The, the whole thing shut down. Didn't mean that other, you know, many individuals, you know, were diagnosed with muscular dystrophy. Sure. Um, but that year was just uh, horrendous on, on a lot of fronts. So we went from 2019, $840,000. 2020, we're not counting. 2021, we dropped down to $564,000. That's... Um, that's problematic, like, you know, from the AFI executive board's standpoint. Um, obviously, you know, we're still battling COVID in 2021. Um, and Heather, you might have to back me up here. So from 2022 to date, we are at roughly $480,000. Yes. Somewhere in there. Somewhere in there. Okay. So our goal, you know, as we've said from the outset, is a million dollars. And we're at four hundred eighty thousand dollars. Is Pat Quan on the line? Um, and I know that Heather has reached out to okay. um, probably so Pat can most, speak to if not all of our two hundred twenty-four local affiliates. And I, I realize that we are all stretched, you know, uh, on a number of different levels, both personally and professionally. But 
um, you know, the history that the our international and the MDA has is something that's you know of, of vital importance. Um, you know, we jokingly on this podcast, we got second place in the podcast category to California, the Thank, IFF. Media thanks for rubbing it in, IFF Media Awards. We got second place to California. Um, we're now competing with Kentucky, apparently for bourbon. For bourbon. So, I, I mean, if we could just put it out there in, in the eighth district, um, I don't know, you know, what the various states. I mean, we're way cooler collect, than all the other districts, right? right? I, yeah. If I could provide one message, it would be our goal at the AFFI is to get all 224 of our affiliates like engaged in MDA, even if it's for one day or six hours. Um, that we'll, we'll, you know, MDA will take it, we will take it, and we really, really want to reach the, the $1 million. We've never, never in the history of the AFFI, dating back to 1935, um, have reached the million dollar threshold. So the $840,000 in 2019 was pretty high, but that's still not the record. I think we were at 900 and something maybe in 2017 or, or 2016. But um, I, know, I thought, yeah, we had come yeah, close for really, a couple really, years there. Really close. Um, yes. But, because it's such a worthy cause, right? Everybody sure. always has a worthy cause or something that they want you to believe in, but right. this and is the, a direct material impact on these kids. And just quickly to recap, I, um, uh, I know I know Heather was very appreciative. We actually partnered with the Michigan firefighters a couple of weekends ago. Yeah. Um, typically the AFFI, I don't, I don't maybe it's six or seven years running now. We usually have a Cubs cards or a Cubs White Sox game. Uh, you know, we sell tickets. It's a it's a fundraiser for for MDA. We sold all 125 of our tickets. Uh, Berwyn local 506. Of course, was gracious enough to, again to provide the food, all the cooks. Um, there was the not too much the, sweat the in everybody's hamburger. <laughs> and uh, we we were, after everything was uh, said and done, we raised $22,900. So just in a, you know, a couple of hours, sold some tickets, yep. watched some baseball. Yep. And, so next year, um, think about it. Right. I know I remember the first half of the fundraiser. The second <laughs> half is I was right. kidnapped by those pesky yeah. space aliens again. Right. So right. there you go. But. Please, whatever you can do, local affiliates, um, A, start with a coordinator, and uh, Heather or somebody from NDA will be contacting you. I guarantee it. Oh, sure. and then, hold on. There are some, yes, that's actually was a question that I had, and then, because, you know, squirrel with me, so it went fleeting away. But um, you do, we do do the fill the boot, which everybody knows. But there are other locals out there that do other fundraisers. So, obviously, AFFI just did the ball game. What are some of the other fundraising that you guys have seen other locals do? So if we have a local out there that yeah. says, all right, we're not going to do the fill the boot, but we'll do X. Yeah. What are some of those um, ideas? Guest bartending nights. I've seen that. I've oh, seen, um, I've seen beer collaborations where um, we worked with um, a brewery to brew a beer and then certain proceeds from that beer would go towards MDA. Okay. Um, there is a local that uh, does blackout bingo and does really well with it. Like, Black, like we like drink a drink a bottle of bourbon, play bingo. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I, what I black. think I think the idea is to black out your bingo board, oh. not not like fall asleep under the table. Ah, <laughs> that's weird. My idea is way better, but okay, go ahead. Um, what else have you seen, Sabrina? Uh, yeah, sporting events, right? I mean, yeah. maybe people in your local like to play softball or golf or whatever. Um, you know, plan something around that. Uh, pro tip: golf is expensive, so maybe go like cornhole instead, okay. or, ba- or bags. What do you call them up here? Cornhole, cornhole oh, bags. I, I don't. I don't both. Bags, you've all bags, I guess. Bags, I think. Downstate. Okay. Right. Yeah, just something <laughs> fun Insurance. like that. Insurance. 
insurance. In- insurance. They make fun of the way I say insurance. Right. If you're insurance. South I, it's like insurance. insurance. It's like it's you're insurance. angry about it. Like insurance. Like, okay, you just got punched in the health insurance. Solar health insurance. solar plexus or something. All right. So anyway. Yeah, bowling tournaments. Um yeah. bowling anything. Any of that. Yeah. Dungeons and Dragons, something like that. Bowling Brook. What did Bowling Brook do? Uh some treadmill. Burrowing of the West. Five K race or something like that. Were you like raced on a treadmill? Something like that. Oh, that's just an injury waiting to happen. $100 for every mile. Or something <laughs> like that. Yes. I uh, can see oh, Bram Pat- all over that. Patrick Kwan. Oh, we've got a celebrity PQ. on the line. Kwani. We've, Kwan I mean, B. he, just the guy behind the guy behind the guy. Pat Kwan. There he is. Yes, yes, sir. Pat, can you, can you hear us? It's Jerry Marzullo. A uh, long time uh, listener, first time caller. Yes. Yeah, I heard some badass labor attorney just settled a great grievance for local two today. But I digress. Yes, absolutely. I don't. I don't know if you know that guy or not. Yes, well, he he owes me money, right? What's your take on Justin Field? <laughs> yeah, Pat. What's your caller? Uh, caller, Justin. Justin Field. Yeah, Justin Field. Yeah, is he going to do it this year or what, Pat? Pretend uh, you're a guy. Chicago, pretend I'm you're a guy Chicago from the south side of Chicago. <laughs> Hey, Mayor, Mayor Lightfoot talking about the second football team. Maybe Jacksonville Jaguars will become the uh, Chicago Cardinals. You never know. Let's bring the Cardinals back. How about it? Yeah, for sure. All right, so talk to us about MDA. What did you guys, uh, what local two do today? Oh, we're at uh, Engine 42's house for the big kickoff for our food drive. Uh, we got the next couple of days. We'll be collecting for MDA. Uh, I don't want to pat ourselves too much on the back, but we were number three in the nation last year. What? And, uh, yes. All right, I got to ask this. 49,000. Who, who was local to, who was number one and number two in the nation? Do you know? I believe number one was Jacksonville and number two was Phoenix. Oh, come Fact-checking right now. I'm fact-checking. Oh, it was actually the other way around. Phoenix was... Maybe it's the other way around. Yeah. All right. There is no world in which this city can lose to Phoenix or Jacksonville in well, anything. The only reason is time. year round they got to collect because it's warm. Oh, because it's warm weather. So really, we're probably number one. We local are, two is number one. Local two is number one. We're, we're gonna, okay. number one in your heart. In, in, in our hearts, and we can't convince you guys to collect in February yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it right around the strike and tie it in. You know, right, right. Light up the barrels and collect for MDA. <laughs> that's right, absolutely. Well, that's awesome, man. I didn't realize you guys were number three as far as uh, cities are concerned. So you guys are yeah. you guys are all in. We are all in, and my next phone call after you guys is uh, Steve Gilman of DDP of the 10th District to start uh, talking trash about how we're coming after and We want to be number one this year. Yes, like it. Hey, Pat, so your your guys, are you able to get all your houses out on the streets uh, the next few days? Is that how you guys work it as a local? Yeah, that's how it works, yeah. So what happens is, is they'll, uh, all our members that are on duty will hit the streets here starting at, uh, you know, uh, 2 o'clock, hopefully, or 3 o'clock if the train holds off, and then they'll be out there till 6 o'clock uh, just asking for to fill the boot, you know. And that's nice. You have the support of your administration to roll with that over the next few days and allow the guys on duty to go do that. That That is something special right there. Yeah, they're, Absolutely, yeah, yeah. they're really in. They're, they allow, they're, they're all in with you guys doing this, correct? I, yes, and I don't know if the labor attorney, attorney will agree with me, but after about 68 years, I think there's a well-established past practice there. I would so, say uh, that that is an open and obvious past practice, for sure. <laughs> File the grievance, Pat. File the grievance. That's, 
I just need an attorney to take it off, you know? Yeah. Pat, what would you rather, just really quickly, because one of your other executive board or one of your members of the grievance committee, I just have a quick question. What would you rather have? What do you think would collect more money for MDA? A Chicago Fire Department boot or Bill Murphy's head filled with money? What would collect? I think that'd be too close to call. I might have to go with Murph's head. He has quite the cranium, just so everybody, everybody knows it. It's a prodigious cranium. He's beautiful. He's a beautiful man. <laughs> well, thank you for uh, calling in. So you're calling to, wait, so, wait, what, did you just say this, Heather? Where does District 8, are we number one in the, like, what's, where are we at in the num- district? Num- number three in the country. Number three in the country. Was local two. But right. are you talking about district But I'm talking about our wide? districts. I mean, because local two in no small part helps District 8. So, raise money. They're yeah. incredible. So last year, um, District 8 uh, beat out everyone in the country for the top district. But the, ni- the ninth district was actually number two. So, Pat, don't be talking smack to the 10th district. you got to call DVP <laughs> Frenier and get him district, on the phone. District 9 is where? for? Our, our Co- it's Colorado, Wyoming, okay. Utah, oh, Nevada. Wyoming's got Utah. 35 people in the whole state. This is weird math. Yeah, I was going to say, do you guys know how many locals Wyoming has? Like I do. Four. Nine. They have nine locals, right? Oh, Half boy. of them are filled with cows. Hey, Pat, just so you know, both our reps are from that district that are here. <laughs> he knows. Pat, Pat that's, Quans, oh, that's a beautiful thing. Pat single-handedly keeps Coors Light afloat, though, too. So you guys are you guys are welcome. <laughs> we'll let him know, Pat. We'll let him know. Pat, thank you for uh, calling in. Anything? What? La- any last thoughts or anything we're missing for uh, local two and MDA that we should be aware of? Uh, I just got to say, I met the Illinois ambassador today, Billy Z. What a badass. I don't know if you got to bleed me out on that, but uh, no, not at all. Uh, his story, very, very touching today on his story and how he's making that situation great. And uh, we're going to hopefully partner up with him and try to get some of his pizzas in our firehouses on Saturday. And uh, it's uh, just a great story and a great person to be an ambassador for MDA here in Illinois. Fantastic. We're, we're already planning a, a cocktail drinking contest with his cocktails that he creates, the state ambassador. Uh, so we you, may lead a nation in that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Pat, thank you for calling in, man. You take care of yourself, okay? Thanks, you guys. All right. Thanks, yeah, Pat. Pat. Thanks, Pat. He is awesome. He's a unique soul, Pat Quan. He is really something. So Him and that hat. Always with a hat. Pat in a hat. Pat in the hat is always with that hat. <laughs> Pat Quan, fine Greek name, fine Greek boy. So, what else are we missing? Is there any other things we want to kind of chat about? Yeah, uh, what are we missing about MDA? I was gonna mention um, insurance because we had a nice little insurance talk earlier. Insurance. I know it's it's a really awesome subject. Okay. Um, but it's, I just it's riveting. To, Let's talk about it. I just wanted to put that out there for anyone who's a new coordinator. Uh, MDA has a blanket policy against all not against, for all firefighters that are filling the boot that covers um, any type of accident that happens while they are doing fill the boot at intersections. And I think, Chuck, was that part of the legislation, though, too, the uh, workers' compensation as well for fill the boot, as I recall? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm sorry. What were you going to say? I was just going to say that some sometimes admin wants to know about that, right? Like, so right. a coordinator, when you've got, you know, kind of those those tasks for putting together a fill the boot, that's one of the more stressful logistics on your plate and just know it's taken care of. So yeah. so that's two things. If they say you can't go on the street, you can. 
if they say we're worried about liability, we got you covered. Right. Right. And then, too, if, if you're not wanting to do the street work uh, mm -hmm. like that and fill the boot in the street, again, you just talked about a, a variety of other options. You can Lots get creative, yep. raise well, money in a lot of different ways as well. I mean, but what MDA has found, and most of our locals have found, filling the boot in the streets does bring probably the most money typically, right? Oh, Hands for sure. down. It does, yeah. Oh, and we didn't talk about our online options. Can I just say one more thing? Oh, you, <laughs> no, you may not. You can yeah, say about 10 more. Yeah, you can say about 10 more. 10 more. All right. So um, we set all of our locals up with an online uh, fundraising webpage. So we use that two different ways. Um, it's a unique URL that people can donate online to your local. So you can post that on Facebook, whatever socials you're active on. Hey, we're going to be out at this intersection on these days. If you can't make it, donate here. Oh, I didn't know. So you can do that in conjunction with Fill the Boot. You can do you that in conjunction online. with Fill the Boot. And the other thing that we do, can do is we can set you up with a QR code. Y'all been out there. You, what? what? Y'all like been the out new there. Technology, it's the new technology. Right? I'm scanning my TV yep. for fun. Yep. <laughs> so y'all been out there and people have said, hey, I don't have any cash. You can say, no problem. Scan this QR right. code and you can donate online. No problem, you cheap so-and-so. Just right scan here. the <laughs> damn QR code. So now we can we'll set you it. up with all of that stuff. So, so you guys can do that. Mm -hmm. If we go to the website, which is? firefighters.mda.org. Oh my God, it's so easy. Firefighters can even remember. There's a there's toolkits. There's a virtual toolkit, a traditional toolkit, and then if you want to want to figure out a special event to do, there's also a special event this toolkit. This is bananas. So. And Heather, what are some ways that our local leaders looking to do fill the boot or get get back involved? Mm -hmm. Best way to get in touch with you is is the is website. The I, yeah, the website's great. Should I just put my phone number out there? Is that weird? Uh, I don't know if I do that one. Because <laughs> yeah, just, we, there's people in Belgium listening Heather, to us yeah, for some reason. Okay. Also, have you met us? I just don't five, know. Five five yeah. five 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 five. Yeah. Um, how about I'm going to put my email out there. Five eight eight two three hundred Empire. <laughs> what is your H Miller at mdausa.org. H Miller. At nice Greek name, H Miller at MDAUSA.org. Correct. Dot org, not dot com. Or if all else fails, our members, our local leaders can contact their district vice president. Correct. And they will make sure they get in touch with you through that uh -huh. avenue. I'm going to email you all of my stream of consciousness thoughts for like the next week. Just anything that pops into my head. I'm I here want, for it. I, I am like really excited to see this. That's. It's an, it's <laughs> I'll, I'll it's give you an update week. how she feels at the end of the right. week. Okay. Right. And right. if all else fails, firefighters.mda.org firefighters.mda.org uh, I, I have to tell you so you know any fireman I think will tell you any firefighter in this day and age will tell you that uh, you know, the, the longer you're on the job sometimes the more cynical you can get and you can see we laugh and joke around etc but it is really humbling the incredible work that you guys do it really is like when you strip away the layers of anger and citizen cynicism and bitterness that sometimes the fire service can uh, encumber us with uh, it really is the Lord's work that you guys do. It's incredible. So really, in effect, what we've said for the last 45 minutes is if your dumbass has three hours to research your fantasy football team, you can go and fill the boot for three hours. That's really, in effect, what we're saying, right? So get out there and do it. Uh, get out there and do it. Love hey, it. We appreciate you guys. That's yeah. the one thing I want to say um, to wrap this up is just thank you for all that you guys do fill the boot and otherwise um, what you do truly makes an impact and there's so many more stories we could share talk with us when you find us out and about yeah. at, at fire stations we're, we're happy to share those moments with you guys and, and just reinforce um, how much of a life-changing impact you are making by being out there for a few hours that's cool that's and really cool the ability to connect with you also 
coming up our new officer mm-hmm. and our new member training. Yeah. Uh, so they have five new officer and new member training is September 12th and 13th. We'll probably talk a little more about those in the next episode, but we will have you on hand to educate our members. But you can meet these MBA. two in person, autographs, oh, photos. Man. You oh. guys, we're going to be at the local five fallen firefighter memorial that week. Oh, that'll be after you'll be after that. Yeah. Oh, so, so you will be available. Don't try to get out of it. Yeah. As much as you tried to get away from us. Right. Heather might be, I yeah. might be, I might be stuck in Springs, but that's all right. It's like Don Corleone. Like every time I try to get out, I get sucked so back, back in. in. Right, I think so. we ended on a uh, on a Godfather note here, Luke. I think I mean it's a high note for sure. We worked we worked uh, Corleone family into the MDA, and I think that we're done. <laughs> Should have been done twenty minutes ago, probably. But no. But thank you, both of you, thank taking you the time Thanks to come meet with us. Yeah, and uh, hopefully this is informative for our members to know a little more about MDA yeah. and our partnership. And we'll reach out to your district vice presidents or Luke or Chuck or whomever if you have any questions. Or if if Secretary Snow's not killing anybody at that time, then he'll be happy to help. Yep. Uh, but, you know, if you have any questions. So thank you. Thank you. And I appreciate thank you, you all being on. Take care, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.